And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour. Today is Saturday, January 12th, 2019. And what a, not a 12th, we are not the 12th, we are the 19th. <laughs> uh, starting already, starting on MSF. Uh, what a fantastic week we have had um, with news and cinema and, and a movie of the week. Um, more and more remakes and reboots being announced. Uh, some we are extremely happy about, some not so much. A bunch of trailers released uh, earlier this week as well. Um, some new collaborative efforts in Hollywood. Uh, it's just, it's insane. It's insane. We are still in January and all this stuff is already, uh, 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 you know, it's its in the sphere. It's, it's in uh, all over the place. But uh, as always, I cannot discuss this on my own, so here we go. The solo to my Chewbacca, the one, the only HUD solo. Good afternoon, Alan. Good afternoon. How? I am so glad you are safely out of the elevator. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> we we were going to do the ep- We should do that sometime. The episode live from the from elevator. From the elevator, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, from, from the radio station. So if you hadn't caught us on social media, um, HUD was stuck in the elevator. Elevator at the radio station, um, and it, we literally had like ten minutes left before we went live, um, and we had to figure out a way to get him out. Oh, thankfully, yeah, we were able to save you in the nick of time. Yeah, it was easy. I had I had my Red Bull, so in case of like uh, being stuck in the elevator for a couple of days, I would have been fine. You know, <laughs> have a small sip every day. Oh man, what a week it's been! It's been a massive week. It, what a week it has been. A lot of news. Yep. Um, finally got to finish uh, the Bodyguard. We yep. spoke about that last I, week. I, I you beat me it. to the punch. Yeah. yeah, you started. You recommended it. I watched it. You finished it before me. Yeah, it was awesome. Fantastic show. Great really. finale. Good. Very good recommendation. Yes. Very. Very. I, I agree. Yeah. I do agree. Um, I have yet to see How to Train Your Dragon three. I've still. Okay. I still have not seen that yet. Um, but I am. I am looking forward to seeing it. Um, we've got, you know, I think Oscar season is starting to heat up. Yep. I believe the, uh, the nominations are going to, they Tuesday. I yeah. On, the 22nd. On, on, on Tuesday. Um, which is, which is crazy. Yep. Um, that we're already here, uh, Oscar season. I think it's going to be a very interesting race. I think so too. I think it's going to be an interesting. Uh, race. I, I just want to have a few surprises. You know, I'm I, hoping. I, I like. I'm hoping that we'll get surprises. I, I I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure if we will, though. Like, um, I'd, I'd like to see a nomination for Sam Elliott in A Star Is Born. Yes, he has yes, yet yes. to be nominated. Ugh. I think he did a fantastic job. I, I love you know when you you have these names you're used to, and then just. I love the nowhere. left field, you know, out yeah. of left field uh, nominations. Yeah. I love those. those I love are really those. Good. Yeah. We saw a movie earlier this week. Yes. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, Shyamalan. Um, released uh, the finale to his Unbreakable trilogy, I guess. I don't yes. even know. Yeah, I guess you would call it the Unbreakable trilogy, the yeah. Glass trilogy, the. 
The, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and we have our thoughts about yeah. it. Uh, strangely enough, very similar thoughts. Yeah. I thought we were going to disagree, but I, I'm glad that we're on the same page. Although yeah. we do are in a disagreement with a lot of other people, yeah. other critics. Um, so without much further ado, here we go. Let's jump right in and start talking about M. Night Shyamalan's Glass. This is not a cartoon. This is the real world. No way. And yet, some of us still don't die with bullets. Some of us can still bend steel. I've been waiting for the world to see that we exist. May I meet the beast? I hope for your sake that he likes you. That sounds like the bad guys teaming up. A lot of people are going to die. Don't do this. Are you ready? What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name. All right. Yep. So, um, off the off the top of my head, just listening to this trailer it expresses how much of a, 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 um, an illusion this movie is. Because mm-hmm. you hear this trailer, and again, like I've seen the movie, but I hear this trailer, and I'm like, oh my god, this sounds like such a great movie. Yeah. And mm, no, it ain't. No. Um, which is sad. It's, it's, it's it, very sad and it's very disappointing. Yeah. It's super sad. It's, it's, it's a movie I've been super excited about. Yeah, I, I remember. I've talked about it a few times yeah. on the show. I was looking forward to it. 19 years in the making with that massive twist and split at the end, linking those two movies right, together. Right, And what, I'm sorry, but what pissed me off a bit more is that I started watching the movie and I'm like, damn, this is good. Wow, and it got better and better, and I'm like, wow, I'm loving this movie. And then it all went to hell. It just you you know that moment in Aladdin where the genie's like, you know, mayday, mayday. Yes. Yep, that that was it. Yeah. That was literally you you get to that 40 minutes, like you still have that 40 minutes that are yeah. left in that movie, and then it's just a crash landing. Yeah. And it's it's horrendous. You're like, why? Why those decisions? Why yeah. those choices? Yeah. Yeah. Story-wise, yeah. The, look, the movie has a movie has a lot of strong points. Yes, absolutely. We, I, absolutely. This is why this movie. I, I left the movie and I was very confused. Yes, I was very lost. And I remember you and I had the same answer yeah. to each other. You're like, I was like, so what do you think? He's like, you're like, I need to sleep on it. And yeah. then you looked at me and you're like, what do you think? And I'm like, I think I need to sleep yeah, on yeah. it. Because because we weren't sure. Okay, so so let's do this. Yeah. All right, all right. Lifting lifting the sleeves. Let's do this. Let's dive right in. So let's talk about the positives yeah. first. Okay, and then the negatives. Let me make let me make this very clear. The negatives are not. I don't want them to be uh, uh, um, uh, uh, toxic, mm-hmm. but they are critical of mm-hmm. the decisions mm-hmm. that were being made. So and we're gonna try to not get into spoilers. It's gonna be a bit right, tricky. Right. But we're going to try. Okay. So uh, for me, uh, starting off from the positives, for me, I thought the first two acts of the film, whether it is cinematographically, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, visually, uh, performance-wise, the the screenplay, um, 
everything just fit. It worked. Right? Everything in the first two acts was perfect. Yes. It was, you know, what, what needed to be said was being said. What needed to happen was yep. happening visually Beautiful, yep. just so beautiful from the yes. darkness in the beginning of it to the pink of, of the, 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 the hospital and the rooms, the way they were set up yep. and the mystery behind it. And I said this in my review, the right questions were being asked True, as far as philosophically and ideologically. True. It was the right questions were being asked yep. in that first I, I guess, I don't know. How long was the movie? You normally know the runtime. Like, was it? Uh, two hours and 10 minutes, something okay. like that. Okay, so I would say for the first hour and 40 minutes Something like that, yeah. It was superb. Yeah. And then something happened, and I feel like it was because, and I said this in my review as well, M. Night Shyamalan tried to do the typical M. Night Shyamalan twisty thing mm -hmm. instead of simply giving us an ending that the film deserved. Yep. He wanted to, again, subvert expectations, yep. but it almost felt like he wanted to subvert expectations just because he's M. Night Shyamalan and we know exactly. that he needs to subvert expectations. He's kind of dictated by having a twist right. in a movie. And it does not help him. If in this there was film. one movie that he didn't, that he should have not been M. Night Shyamalan yeah. in, it was this, this one. And I think the biggest twist will be when he makes a movie with, without a twist. Yes. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> absolutely. Within itself is a, is <laughs> a twist because everyone's going to be expecting something and then, no, nope, nothing happened. Um, yeah, it resolved. It's sad though because everything about it, it was so good. It was okay. So I've heard a few people say that James McAvoy was a little overacting in this film, and I think the overacting stuff came out at the end because yep. in the beginning I thought he was so. I mean, he, like he was wow, impressive. Wow, just wow! The amount of control and nuances. This this man, this man. Wow. I, I think the movie, the, the moment the movie started to go a bit over the top. In terms of decisions, in terms of performances, in terms of even the action sequences, because in Unbreakable, there weren't a lot of action mm -hmm, sequences, mm -hmm. there wasn't anyone jumping. And in Split, you kind of also had that. There were these small moments of action. But the moment they decided to go over the top is where they lost yeah. everything. I think, I think that the moment where you notice this film was not going to, and it's funny, I'm, I'm quoting Luke Skywalker from The Last Jedi, this is not going to go the way you think. Yeah. Um, the moment this happened was, I think, the moment that Samuel L. Jackson's character s uh, does something mm -hmm. to someone in the hospital. Yeah. And that's where you're like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. here we go. Here's the twist upon the twist upon the twist. And I, I, I remember at one point going to myself and I'm like, there's still more twists coming. It's not over. Yeah. And that the twists kept on coming. Um, I thought it was anticlimactic. Mm -hmm. The ending was anticlimactic. It was all building towards this big epic battle, which ended up being nothing. No. And the final final scene which again i cannot get into because it's just spoiling the whole movie but is very anti two characters it's it's very anti mcavoy's character and uh samuel L. jackson it doesn't make sense right right yeah he, yeah again very hard to to explain right yeah because we're, we're trying not to go yeah. into spoilers but, yeah. but, but but i i do agree i do agree it, it um it almost like they they ended up making McAvoy the 
the, the like the true villain almost. Mm-hmm. And then you know that 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 sentence from King Kong. It was beauty that tamed the beast. Yeah. If you get where I'm going with it, and which was like okay, so we spent two movies with this villain esque character only to not have him be a villain. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at Samuel L. Jackson's character. Again, it's this idea of remember what this guy did in Unbreakable. Yeah. How is he being lifted up on a pedestal now? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it just it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. are we supposed to ignore the fact that he committed mass murder? Like, I don't understand. Exactly. You know, like, I don't get it. Like, so are we just forgiving the past? Like, eh, it's all right. He it's killed okay. people. It's okay. Eh, forget about it's it. Not it's a, it's yeah. not a problem. It's all right. I don't know. I mean... I was disappointed. I was hoping that that first hour and 40 minutes, I wish I could have just left the movie theater right at that yes. point and, and been like, oh, it's such a great movie. Um, but I, I was disappointed, unfortunately. So, so was I. But I was happy to, to see Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson back together on screen. Look, I'm always happy uh, to see Bruce on screen. Let, let's be honest. It's fun. Uh, but again, underused, underutilized. I said that in my review. Uh, there were choices with Anya T- Taylor. Uh, Casey, the girl who plays yeah, Casey. Casey. Yeah. Which don't make sense no. after the events of Split. Yeah. There was just, it wasn't very cohesive. And yeah. he's trying to, to, to build this universe, I think. Look, he went for that and, massive political statement yep. at the end, which was absolutely unnecessary. Yeah. As usual, once we want to start making political statements, we're sacrificing story. Yeah. I keep saying this, and every time I'm proven right. Um, one final thing I do want to say, it is a positive. I loved his use of things that were not used in Unbreakable that showed up in Glass. Mm. Those scenes. They were very seamless. Very subtle. And beautifully done. Agreed. So bravo for technology bravo. for being able yeah. to do that and not going with a CGI mm-hmm. younger face. And there's something that both of us, I think, mentioned in our reviews. I love the use of colors. Yes. He does it. In, yes. Because so each, organic. each character so organic. has certain colors as schemes. Uh, Bruce Willis being a kind of greenish, mm-hmm. uh, light green, uh, Samuel L. Jackson purple, and what's his name, McAvoy yellow. yellow. Yeah. And you would see those in their scenes yep, very yep, subtly. Yep. Very, very beautiful. smart. Very yeah, beautiful. beautiful. Uh, di- directorial wise, like like the shots, the cinematography, cinematography, sorry. Cinematography? Uh, was beautiful. Yeah. It was be- the music was very yes, nice. Yes, yes. I mean, yes. this is this everything. Is, like it had all the yeah. elements to make a great movie. And then, it, but it yeah. crashes in its third act, yeah. which again, I said this in my review. Mm. When you crash a third act, you crash your film. Yeah. Like it's, there's no saving a film with a bad third yeah. act. There's yeah. no saving it. There's no saving it. So, so yeah. yeah. That's it. If you watch Glass and you disagree with us, please make sure you non-toxically let us know what you think. I've had a few um, nice feedbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very polite. I disagree with you. Thank Agreed. you. Keep, keep yeah. doing that. I don't mind. I'm, yeah. I'm cool with We'd that. We'd love to open up that conversation. So uh, we look forward to hearing what you thought and let us know. Yep. Cool beans. If you thought that the one and only a cruise... Uh, Mr. Tom Cruise was... Tony K. Ruse. Tony K. Ruse. In the house. (laughs) 
if you thought that the mission, the impossible mission was over, you were very, very wrong because we received some fantastic news earlier this week that Christopher McQuarrie, the man behind uh, Rogue Nation and Fallout, is coming back with Mission Impossible 7 and 8, and I am pumped. I'm super happy, honestly, honestly. I am so happy about this. I think it's it's very good for the, the, the whole consistency of the yes. franchise. Yes. The whole vision of the franchise, some stability in terms of that universe. And and damn if that director isn't original, is he's good. he's so freaking good. Look, is, Fallout wow. was by far the best action film yeah. of 2018, hands down. I, I, I'm going to top that by telling you it's, it's one of the best action films in the last probably five years. Okay, I'll second that. I, I, can, I, I can't yes. really... Th- yes. Maybe with John Wick, which Okay, is, look, look, look. I think, I think there's this new bubble of... of like amazing action films in the past decade. Mm-hmm. There's this bubble and inside this bubble, you've got John Wick one and two. Yeah. You've got mission impossible, uh, fallout. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say rogue nation would probably be like way below, but, but it's top, still, but it's yeah. still around that. Yeah. Mad max fury road. Okay. Not the biggest fan, but action, but, okay, action, wise, action wise, you yep, have to admit, yep, yep, the, the, you know, George Miller's use of practical effects. I mean, when you watch the making of that movie, it's better than the movie. Yeah. Like it, okay. it's, it's insane. Um, so I think like it is, it, mm-hmm. that bubble is getting pretty, pretty dense, yeah. you know, like, and I'm, I'm super, super happy. There are a lot of people online that are not okay with this because they're like, it's limiting mission. Impo- no, 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 no. I, I don't think so. No, no. It's giving mission impossible a pure vision. Yeah. And we, you and I, Love talking about having a vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly feel like eight should be the last one. Yeah. Like we should just Leave either, either, yeah, either find a way to pass the mantle and then have us wait five years until the new mantle is, is used mm-hmm. or just, just let it die. I mean, like peacefully. Logically speaking, I doubt they will let it die because it makes a lot of money. Yeah, but then we're going to go into that same issue of can Mission Impossible survive without Tom Cruise? I, I don't know. I mean, depending on who they would yeah, consider. I, mean, I, I do think it is it is a James Bond-like yes, franchise. But it cannot be Ethan Hunt. It would have to be someone new. Like maybe, they would have yeah, to, maybe you know, a new... Uh, like a new agent. As long as they don't go down the Bourne uh, identity... Uh, tr- yeah, the with one with Jeremy, uh, with Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Renner. Which did not work, even though I love Jeremy Renner. And, and please, please, please don't do, the, don't do the ridiculous, obvious choice of, hey, let's make it a girl. Please don't. Let's not. I, I would not mind <sighs> if it serves the story, if it works, if it makes sense, if it's for logical reasons. If hey, look, if Rebecca Ferguson wants to lead Mission uh, Impossible. Uh, there you go. Now that I'm thinking about it, if Rebecca Ferguson wants to lead Mission Impossible, I'm all game because I love Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> so I would not complain. But let it be natural. Let it be mm. for the story purposes, not just because why couldn't a female lead, you yes, know? Yes, yes. But I do think Mission Impossible is successful not just because of Tom, Cru- Tom Cruise. He is is a, a perfect Ethan Hunt, but 
the content, the story, yes, yes. Uh, the yes. other characters. It doesn't work without Benji and without uh, Ving Rhames and without, mm-hmm. I don't know. It Rebecca is an ensemble Ferguson. cast. You're right. Yeah. It is an ensemble cast. You know, that is very, very I, I do hope they, they bring Jeremy Renner back because he was absent from the last one. He could bring, uh, you know, sure. a little extra yeah. something. He was very interesting in, in, in the, the previous In Rogue Nation. Yeah. He yeah. was, yeah, his character was pretty interesting mm-hmm. in Rogue Nation. Um, so just to go back to the, to the factual stuff and less about our opinion about this, uh, Christopher McQuarrie is going to start filming Mission Impossible 7 uh, October of 2019 is the um, is the um, schedule date yeah like prospective date um, with uh, Mission Impossible 8 immediately following right after they're going to film them back to back they're yeah. not going to wait and then they're going to be released in um, 2020 and then 2021 yep um, which is which is freaking awesome. This is fantastic news. Moving along, still in the action film uh, 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 arena, mm-hmm. uh, a trailer was released this week that I personally was more excited by than another trailer that was released this week. Okay. Um, and this one would have to be the trailer for John Wick 3 mm-hmm. Parabellum. Yep. Oh my Lord, does that trailer look amazing? It does. It looks fun. Oh my it lord! Looks violent. Oh my lord! The neon colors, yeah. the the visuals. I mean, the Halle Berry, the motorcycles, the the horse, the, the horse with the gun, like the, the ah! dogs. That scene with yes, the dogs just the jumping. End. Yeah, that was okay. I'm I, again. John I'm, Wick is is that weird action movie that mm. came out of nowhere and everybody fell in love with. <laughs> if you think about it, you know the, the beauty about the first John Wick is that the uh, the premise of the movie is quite silly. It's a guy who gets upset because they killed his puppy. Yes, but look where it went. Yes. Look what they did. They never took it. Seriously, they created a world which was Gun, fun, what, what dark. Gun Fu. They've yeah. actually created something called Gun Fu, which exactly. is a choreographed gunfight yep. using Kung Fu. And this is an actual thing. If you watch the making of, that's what it's mm. called, Gun Fu, which is freaking genius. And, and here's the, the beauty. Like Tom Cruise, Keanu Reeves does uh, most of his stunts. Yes. And, and, and honest- it shows. It, it, it makes the whole movie experience different. And honestly... Mm. I love him in this role. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love him in this role. I love him more than Neo. Like, yeah. I love him in this role. Mm-hmm. He's embodied this role. It's, it's, it's insane yeah. how... It was very random. It was never... And now you've got, yeah. like, Lawrence Fishburne is in it, and, like, Hel- man. And Barry, Angelica Houston. Yes, yes. I, I just love yeah. it. And this makes me even more excited for the TV show to start. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want the TV show to happen. Yeah. I really, really do. Because it's it's... You know, it's in the past. It's b- b- pre-John Wick, mm-hmm. um, which I, you know, and Ian McShane. Oh, yeah. I love that man. He's so good. Yeah, fantastic actor. So this is, this is for me, this is like a highlight for this year is seeing this movie. I, I can't May. wait. It's like, May. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun. I think April and May are going to be two pretty cool months. Yes, very, very, very cool. Um, moving right along into Reboot Arena. Uh, uh, I think this one is... is uh, in your in your side of the trench, um, I think we we need to call a certain group of people to take care of a few ghosty business. Who who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Uh, it, <laughs> it it was oh my god. So I think we did we talk about this last week. I don't think. Yeah, we did. Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. We, we yeah we yeah had, we we mentioned we it. mentioned it and then 
Boom. Out of nowhere. Out of, out of nowhere. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A teaser trailer. Yeah. Which is which is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just a barn and thunder and wind and, and it lifts suddenly, up and you see the truck the, the, the van. The, the van, the old van with the whole logo behind. Yeah. Uh, and what's nice is that it stays within the family, so it's directed by uh, Jason Reitman, Reitman, which is Ivan Reitman's son. Right. Uh, Ivan Reitman passed away. He was one of the yeah, actors yeah, in, yeah. in the movie. And well, now you sh- you should have Bill Murray. You should have Dan Aykroyd. I don't know who else uh, is going to join. Not much is known about the story, but uh, it is scheduled to be released uh, in a couple of years, if I'm not mistaken, 2020. Yeah, 2020. One 2020, year. So in next one year. year yeah. Next year. In my head, it's still 2018. That's yeah, why no, two years. No. <laughs> and I think they will do the franchise justice because of the whole Ghostbusters mishap that happened. Yeah, let's not w- talk with, about that. Uh, Melissa McCartney, Kristen Wiig. McCarthy, very poor McCarthy. film. Very poor movie. Yeah. And, and this and movie again, disregards it's a poor movie. that. It's a poor movie, not because it was led by women. No, no, no. Although no. they didn't help, but not because it was led by women, no. but the writing and everything about it was just off. It, it, it was awful. It made no sense in the it whole was awful. The, uh, Ghostbusters universe. Yeah, it's like ignoring the, yeah. the, the, the what came before it. Yeah. To, to But what's good is we're ignoring that movie. <laughs> yep. And Car- we're sticking hey, to look. the previous two. Karma is a big B. Yeah. Let's just say that. Uh, finally, in Reboot Arena or Remake Arena or whatever you want to call it, Disney just announced another that's live more, action That's more remake. in your, your area, specifically yeah, this film, because yeah. I know how much you love it. Yes. So uh, this time, I think they picked something that is intriguing because okay. it was a Disney film that was not very much loved. Okay. It was uh, very critiqued. But I also think that a film like this might be amazingly epic if done right in live action. And the film is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. And I fully agree. I think I was listening to the music the other day, right after I heard the news, I was listening to the music and I was like, oh my Lord. Yes. Mm. Like, yes. Yes. Um, uh, it's gonna be dark and it's uh, the article that I read said that it's sticking to the darker story of the film. So it's going to be one of Disney's first dark live action Mm -hmm. remakes. So it's fine. Good. Um, I think a film like this is kind of, uh, uh, maybe needed Mm -hmm. in a world full of toxicity. What the only concern that I have is that they go full force with the political statement Mm -hmm. of, you know, the toxic man and whatever, uh, ignoring what the film is actually about, which is that beauty's on the inside. It's not what it's on the outside. Well, technically, they can't really mess with this because before being a Walt Disney film, it's a Victor Hugo right, piece. Right. It's a piece of literature, right. and there is very true. It, the, the Lion King is not really based on. But yes, it has allusions mm-hmm, to Hamlet mm-hmm, and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, Aladdin too, but. This is there is a literary work, and I don't think they can really play with that. Right, and I have a feeling that whenever Disney is announcing these remakes of movies that maybe didn't work so well, right, or don't have like, such a big cult following, or Dumbo, yeah, this, uh, I yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm on board for this yeah, more than Aladdin yeah. and 10 yes. times more than The Lion King. Like, what's it called? Atlantis. Atlantis. Oh, I would love to see, that, I would that love would be to really see an nice. Atlantis remake. Yes, because the elements are and there. And the it technology works. is there yes. now. You can do something like this. Absolutely. You know, uh, Aquaman. 
Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but Atlantis, the great mouse detective, um, you know, Sword in the Stone, yeah. things that were not that appreciated in their time, give them breathe new life into yes. them in a way that is appreciated now. Yes, yes, I am yes. with that. Don't take films that yes. were classics that are very loved mm. because you're going to piss off the fans. Yeah. You're not going to be able to please everybody. No. We're already booing Aladdin and it's not even out yet. Mm -hmm. And none of us are satisfied with anything that we've seen. Yeah. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So another trailer was released uh, earlier this week, a trailer that a lot of people were looking forward to. Uh, I, for one, was not. And let me preface this by saying it was I was not looking forward to it, not because of it, but because I think this is horrible marketing um, and, and very premature. Um, but Spider-Man Far From Home was released. The trailer was released. The teaser trailer was released. I saw it. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Okay. My thoughts were, meh. I chuckled in a few places, uh, specifically that opening scene between Aunt May and Happy. Yeah. And then everything else, I was just like, uh, okay. All right. Oh, one bad, two bad, three bad, four bad. Four bad, five bad. Okay. All right. And then it was over. And that was literally my thought process as I was seeing it. My concern is that every time there's been a Spider-Man sequel, we've gone for 17,000 villains in mm. one movie. And every time the movie sucked. Okay. Um, so that I'm concerned in this aspect. Um, aside from that, I'm also annoyed because I saw a lot of comments online from people who are not so involved in the MCU and whatever. And a lot of them are going, wait, didn't he get snapped in Infinity War? What's going on? And so a lot of them were very pissed because it kind of ruined something for them in a way. Um, so yeah, but, and this is where I think, I think Marvel and Sony should have held off for a bit before releasing this trailer. Um, and then one final thing and then you go, Yeah. my, my final thing is this, I think I'm also starting to get a little tired of superhero movies and, and this is in general, mm -hmm. I think I'm just starting to get superhero fatigue. Um, but yeah. Okay. You go. Okay, so I watched the trailer a couple of times. Uh, first time on my phone, and then the next day uh, on my laptop. Okay. And my my initial reaction was, "No, cute, yeah, yeah." Cute. And then I watched it again, and I started to like pay attention to details, and I started to like it more and more. Um, in terms of, I'm gonna like answer sure. your, your points uh, from what I think. Again, in terms of marketing, there's nothing that points out that this is before or after Infinity War. Sure. The one shot with a passport had the hand hidden on the passport, so you don't even know the date. You don't know the date. <laughs> and, and again, there are a lot of theories online that Infinity War, when he's on the bus, it's on his way back from uh, that uh, So they're Europe, doing a Europe prequel trip. to the sequel. Perhaps. The pre Perhaps. Sequel. So okay. again, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, numero dos about seeing all these bad guys. So um, maybe borderline going into some uh, spoiler uh, territory, but still. I mean, it's not really Mi a spoiler. It's in, the, it's in the trailer. Yeah, but Mysterio is known to uh, be a, sort of a wizard like uh, uh -huh. Doctor Strange. Not, not, not a wizard, the uh, sorcerer. Yeah. Right? And has these powers to uh, conjure, up, conjure up So these could be things that he is conjuring up 
to show that he can fight them and he is the hero and there might be a whole twist. There is another theory okay. that these are the different bad guys, Sandman and... Uh, no, no, no. They are the guy. Elementals. They're known as the Elementals. Yeah, the Elementals. Um, so, and it, it's... Um uh, their names are. Hang on, I I know their names. Uh, it was on. It was on. It's Paul, Ringo, George. It, no, the, the, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that. No. Uh, um, um, hang on. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Yeah, but seriously, that's that's a podcast. That's amazing, guys. You should listen to it. You should listen to them. Um, there we go. Because they posted something about this, mm-hmm. um, and their names are as follows. Okay, so it's Magnum, Zephyr, Hydron, and Hellfire, and they're they're essentially the elementals who are who first appeared in supernatural thrillers number eight. Mm-hmm. They're extra dimensional humanoids who became immortals and they manipulate energies and create force fields, open dimension portals. They were banished from Earth to the palace of um, to palace of gods mm-hmm. after failing to take over Egypt, but have since never returned. Okay. So you've got the Lord of the Waters, Hydron. Mm-hmm. You've got the Wielder of the Flame. He's the leader. Mm-hmm. His name is Hellfire. Mistress of the Winds, Zephyr. And then you've got Magnum, and he's the Master of the Earth. Mm-hmm. So we've known for a while, I think, they've made it very clear that it's the Elementals. It might not be. That's the thing. Oh, uh, okay. It might be him controlling these elements, uh, pretending to be a good guy, because he looks like a, the good guy, uh, uh, Jake. Uh, J- I mean, J- you know, Jill- casting Jake Gyllenhaal as the bad guy is just weird. But I think, although uh, Nightcrawler, I mean, I feel know. there could. I think there's going to be like sure, okay. a, a, a twist kind of thing. All right, and look, uh, uh, the superhero fatigue, fatigue thing, I do understand because every now and then they're popping. A hero movie left and right. Yeah, and, and, and I've had oh. people yell at me and go, but, you know, Star Wars, Star Wars. I'm like, yeah, but you're not getting a Star Wars film yeah. every month. Yeah. You know, whereas the superheroes is like literally every month of the year, there's True. a superhero movie. True. It's just getting a little much, I think. Like, I'm just thinking about this year. You've got Captain Marvel. You've got Avengers Endgame. Far From Home, Wonder Woman 1984. The uh, Joker. Uh, the Joker, Shazam. Um, uh, is that it? There's probably one or one we're missing, but yeah, I think that's uh, It's mainly, just yeah. like, ah, I'm like, yeah. like, just give us a break. Yeah. And then we just had Spider-Man into the, into the Spider-Verse too, and now we're getting another one. It's just like, ah. Mm. You know, I, I told my sister, I was like, yeah, the Far From Home trailer came out. And she's like, "Ugh, another Spider-Man movie, you mm. know, like, and that's horrible. Like, you don't want that to be the first reaction that yeah. people say. So, eh, yeah. anyway. But as a trailer, I enjoyed it. I like Tom Holland. He's I love Tom Holland. He, he, he is Peter a fantastic Parker. Peter Parker. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, I do like the whole setting of it being in Europe, not in yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, somewhere yeah. where he's not familiar. And that Nick Fury moment where he pops up in the dark, I yeah, really yeah. found that cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And again, Tony's nowhere, Tony Stark is nowhere, nowhere in the trailer. yeah. Uh, and there's this line that Happy says, uh, we're all alone. So is it after Infinity War? Is it before? So it did confuse me, timeline-wise. Yeah. So it, it didn't bother me. Should they have waited a bit more? Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then if, if the movie comes out in July, if I'm not mistaken. It's too short notice. They yeah, can't just like pop a trailer uh, after yeah. uh, And I, I, I heard somewhere that there was uh, there was a feud between Marvel and Disney regarding this because uh, I mean uh, Marvel and Sony because yeah. Sony wanted to release it uh, bef- uh, even before now yeah. anyway really quick because we're uh, sorry yeah there's good. a lot of stuff to discuss today um, Steve Carell and Craig Daniels mm-hmm. Craig Daniels being the creator of the US version of The Office uh, Steve Carell being the, the fantastic <laughs> yeah I mean literally are teaming up to work on a comedy series for Netflix. 
um, uh, inspired by uh, President Donald Trump's Space Force. <laughs> so, apparently, I mean, nothing is really known about it, um, but I like this collaboration. Mm -hmm. I like hearing that they are working together again. Yep. Um, and it kind of, I think, puts to bed rumors of the Office spinoff, which make me relax a little more. Um, but this, I, you know, they released a teaser trailer already. I saw, yeah. Um, I mean, the mute, the whole setup is just, it sounds like it's going to be a blast to watch. Um, whether or not it's going to be overly infused with Donald Trump jokes, I really hope not. I really hope they go for the cringy mm. comedy that they did in the office. Um, but I do like this collaboration mm -hmm. personally. So look, uh, it sounds interesting. I saw the trailer. I hope it's fun. I like Steve Carell. I, I love think, Steve Carell. I think he's a very talented actor and a very funny actor at yeah. the same time. Yeah. He's got range and, and yes. diversity. Versatility. Versatility. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so it, it should be fun. And it's the whole idea of it being this whole Space Force thing. <laughs> I think it's, it's so it out of this world. Of, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot. It could be really, I really funny. I think it funny. could be dope. Yeah, I think it so. could be very dope. Uh, and by the way, uh, screeners, I'm going to unveil something. It oh, was revealed no. to me earlier this week that uh, Mr. Hot Solo has been duping all of us. He's been <laughs> lying to all of us. He's only seen a couple of episodes of The Office. So betrayal maximum. Well, I didn't want to like hurt you because you, you're always so excited and I just don't want to burst that You need to bubble. watch The Office, man. Yeah, okay. I will. All right. Um, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, as if more studios needed to be bought out. Yeah. Um, Bad Robot, which mm -hmm. is the production company uh, created by the amazing J.J. Abrams, mm -hmm. is now being courted. And I'm quoting the article literally courted as if they're trying to take it out on a date. It's The Bachelor. <laughs> by Disney, Universal Studios and Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. And it is apparently a very tough, tough fight. B bloody here. war. Um, Disney needs to take a chill pill. I think Disney should not just just. Honestly, if 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 Go. there is a, a studio that I think really needs Bat Robot right now, I think it's either Warner Brothers or Universal. Absolutely. I think both of them have struggled, and having Bat Robot under their wing could be very helpful to either studio. So I really hope that you know the 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 first Galactic Empire, which is Disney, doesn't win this one. Yeah. I really don't want them to win this one because it's slightly becoming it's a, a bit obsessive. It's, it's a monopoly. Yeah, I mean, like it, uh, uh, you know, 20th Century Fox and and like what what Marvel, Lucasfilm, uh, breathe. Yeah, no, no, you I know? agree. I think I think other studios would do very well with these properties and and. The, the, what I read in the article was that it's not just about making movies; it's about also uh, having uh, TV, their, shows TV shows, TV shows, the theme park, the theme parks, and, and music. All that stuff. Even, yeah. even yeah. dive into the music yeah. sector. So Warner are pretty good at at yes. that. So is Universal, and it would you know kind of balance out this whole. I mean, there needs to be a shuffle. Yeah. That's for sure. Because uh, I mean, again, nothing against Disney. We love Disney, mm -hmm. but uh, chill out. Yeah, you know, enough is enough. Um, finally, uh, the, the final trailer that was released this week that had me uh, uh, questioning uh, reality, <laughs> questioning existence in and of itself, and, and very worried that we are going to be in for a very... Depressing. 
not just depressing, but almost expected ending. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the Game of Thrones, uh, the latest Game of Thrones teaser trailer, which also released the date of the premiere, which is in April, um, was released. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, the trailer within the crypt. You get Jon Snow walking in the uh, Winterfell crypt. You hear Ned Stark talk. No, you hear Lyanna Stark mm -hmm. talking at first, and then you hear Ned, and then you see Sansa and Arya, and you hear their mother's talk, uh, their mother talking, and then they all get to the end of the hallway, and they someone turns on the AC. Yeah, well, and they look straight ahead and they see three statues of themselves staring back at them. And then someone turns on the air conditioning and, you know, you get the winter is coming kind of thing and everything freezes over. Um, listen, if Game of Thrones is going to end with the extinction of the Starks, I'm about to punch D.B. Weiss and Benioff in the face because that is not what I signed up for. Okay, is not what I signed up for. Um, that, that's the beauty of the show. You did not sign up for anything. No, you, you, you know what? No, you know what? I signed up for season one and four, and I loved season one and four. And there were a lot of casualties. But you don't in, know what's gonna happen. And there were a lot, and everyone is gonna die. And there were a lot of casualties in season one through four, but they were casualties that that there was a purpose to the casualty, and not what we've been seeing for the past two seasons, three seasons. We, we obviously can't get in, but we have to talk about this some other time. Yeah, well, we, we are planning we a spotlight episode. Left, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are planning but a But I have, I have a lot episode. of thoughts on that. But yeah, let's... Uh, All right. Uh, what do you think of the trailer? I mean, as a trailer, it was, it was fine. It was, okay. It was, it was cool. Excitement, I'm ex not yeah, excited? I'm excited about the show. Trailer or no okay. trailer. I want to watch the last season. I want to have some closure. Six I episodes, hour and a half each. Exactly. I want to move on, watch other series. Yeah, because right. you know, I, need, I need to, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. say like I've watched the whole series. We need to series. close that book. Yeah, yeah, we need to close that book. Um, box office very quickly. Yes, box office very quickly. I mean, not much has changed, obviously. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's just dive right in. Yeah. <laughs> dive right in. Get Aquaman. It? At number five. Okay, so yeah, number five is Aquaman with 4,923 this week. It's been out for five weeks with a total of 73,452. Okay, The Mule, this is uh, number four. The Mule is in the first week with 5,452. I guess 452 is a, is a popular number. Yep. Uh, 452 entries this week. And again, this is the Lebanese box office, guys. Yes. And then number three, the Lebanese movie Timeout with 8,761 entries after four weeks it has amounted to a massive 121,241 entries right and at number two is the Lebanese film Maharaja uh, with 11,402 entries this week it's been out for four weeks with another massive number 145,358 entries in total mm -hmm. and at number one is a new Lebanese movie called Wanted and it has uh, gathered 12,642 entries in its first week. Yep. I mean, so, Lebanese so. uh, Lebanese box office, I mean, as far as Lebanese films yeah. are uh, obviously uh, uh, the ones that are taking over uh, right now. Yep. Um, we'll have to see how that sort of pans out this week with Glass coming out, How to Train Your Dragon, uh, having and, come out last week. And less and less Lebanese movies are good yeah, news. Yeah, so we're slowly, I mean, already Maharaja and Time might have dropped so uh we'll see how long that lasts um yeah, yeah. okay uh really quick recommendations before we talk about the final thing 
Okay. Because the recommendations are going to lead in because I'm going to cheat this time and I'll explain why. Okay. So uh, go ahead with yours. So uh, my mom's in Paris and I asked her to get me this DVD because I love this movie and I might have recommended <laughs> it before, but uh, it's it's called Lion. It's what, uh, No, you haven't recommended it. I haven't. No, but I'm, you've spoken very highly of it. It's a movie I really love. It's with Nicole Kidman and uh, what's his name? Dev Patel. Dev Patel. There you go. Fantastic movie about this kid. The true story who got lost in mm-hmm. India. Mm-hmm. And uh, ends up being adopted in Australia. It was nominated, wasn't it? it nominated? Was, yeah, 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 it was nominated. And flash forward to a few years later where he's much older in his 20s. He wants to find out where he's from. And he tracks down where he's his from using Google Maps. and everything, yeah. And it's a beautiful story about being a parent and what it's like to sacrifice and to love someone. It's a fantastic film. Tissues needed yeah, I for feel show. Like I'm, I'm starting to realize that you are slightly a masochist when it comes to movies. Like yeah. You love crying at movies. But, uh, yeah, but this is good crying. This is not... Uh, okay. It's happy crying. Because <laughs> okay. you have the, like, oh my God, no. And then you have, oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Okay. So that very quickly, go watch Lion. Beautiful film. I love it. Okay. So my recommendation, my recommendation this week is going to switch things up for script to screen because I am opening up the this uh, uh, for for uh, us to be able to include in our recommendations. And what I am recommending is the work of another fellow critic. Okay. Um, Because I feel like we need to be growing our sphere uh, and our ecosystem of positive, uh, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, positive uh, conversations about cinema because, and this will lead into what I want to say in a second, um, uh, there is just too much Damn toxicity Agreed. online. Yes. Uh, it's yes. too much. I was on YouTube yesterday, and if I could have a penny for every time I saw the word horrible, hate, why this sucks, why this is bad, why this is dead, why this is failing, I, I would have been a, a billionaire by now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick and tired of it. So I'm go- I, we've spoken to him on this podcast before. We know about his channel, but I'm going to promote, I'm going to recommend uh, um, Bailey Parkinson's Loverboy Media uh, um, um Channel. channel on YouTube because of a series why I love and it's it's just just so beautiful he's about to release uh, one about a star is born I believe mm. I'm looking forward to that so much because I want to see what he has to say about it but love movies right yeah. and now it's going to lead into the mission that I'm going to give our screeners so here is the mission and I, I'm, I'm going to go for the dramatics and I'm going to add on, some, it, spy, some spy music right some, some spy music okay so here is the mission screeners should you choose to accept it what we want you to do is to dm us or send us a voice message on anchor but not talking about the show i know we've been telling you to give us feedback about the show i want you to forget that what i want you to do is to send us a voice message on anchor or send us a dm telling us about a movie that you love and why you love it because for our one year anniversary show in june That show is going to be all about why you, our screeners, love movies and what movies you love. If you want to be featured on our show, this is what I want you to do. So your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to talk about a movie that you love and why you love it. This is our message to you. On that note... We are going to start our, our fading out here yep. because we are, we are like way nah, out of time. We are running out of massive time. Uh, uh, one, f- actually, no, one final announcement. Mm. 
Script to Screen is officially going to be the media partner to two more film festivals, which is extremely exciting. The Beirut Women uh, International Women's Film Festival yep. and the Children and Family Film Festival in Beirut. More data, more information about these, we will be telling you guys in the coming weeks. Uh, we'll have a massive social media announcement as well, but I wanted to tease this out already to create the buzz. Those film festivals will uh, open their doors in March. Both of them together, it's going to be the same week. Mm -hmm. uh, the children and family one is going to be more in the during the day, and the other one's going to be in the afternoon. But this yeah. is very exciting news for us here on Script to Screen. Uh, again, 2019, we are on a roll. Oh, we're about to hit 1.5K, by the way. Hey. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Yes, indeed. So if you want to follow me on social media, you could do so at uh, Alan Mahana uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And, and only on Instagram, had.solo. Had.solo. Amazing. Yeah. I know. Uh, if you want to listen to our podcast, I know we've been throwing you all around uh, lately. Uh, you know, we've been like, listen to us here, listen to us here. Um, this is the last time we're going to switch it up and, and I'll explain, sort of explain. I don't want to go into too much details. If you want to listen to our show, please listen to us on Radio Public. It is a free app that you can download on iOS or Android, or you can access it on the website, radiopublic.com. You will help support script to screen by doing so. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, you know, the message is out there, but you will help support our show uh, greatly if you do that. It's a great platform. The user interface is fantastic. We're going to be building a, an official script to screen website with them very soon. It's going to be great. Radio Public is fantastic. So if you want to listen to our show, make sure you do so on Radio Public or you can check us out on YouTube, on Facebook and any other Thing you find online. Any other thing Anything you find, you find online. online. Just script to screen. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, I mean, this is it for us for today. Uh, our March shows, uh, or March, Feb. our February shows are being are being prepped as we speak. We have a list of guests that we want to talk about uh, our, for our, on our spotlight episodes. Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch of uh, script to score episodes uh, as well. Yep. We're working on those. Uh, we know you guys love those as well. Um, so we're going to be working hard to make sure that the score episodes have less us, more music. Yeah. <laughs> more score. More score, less talk. Um, but overall, this is it. I mean, it's exciting. Um, we have a massive, massive, massive announcement. Hopefully, coming to you guys mid-February, we'll be able to yeah. announce this officially. But we are excited for 2019. And, and February is Oscar season. Yes, so and the Oscars. We're going to have a nice round Fantastic. table to talk about that. Yes, 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 yes. Cannot wait for that. We should actually start planning that. Yeah, we kind of uh, did. Yeah, but like officialize it. Officialize? Officialize it. Um, I'm also going to be collaborating with a bunch of different critics online mm -hmm. as well from the U.S. Yep. So that's also exciting. Uh, let us know what you think about our new content for the podcast. Any other words you want to say, Hod, before Just we are out of here? Go watch some movies. Yes. Go watch some series. Yes. Don't be a-holes. Don't be a-holes. And uh, have a great weekend. This episode is brought to you by the fantastic motto, don't be a-holes. We are out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye, screeners. Bye, screeners.